Today we start a new sermon series called Inside Out, More Than a Feeling. The series comes from the 2015 Disney's Pixar movie Inside Out. The movie is about a girl named Riley who moves with her family from Minnesota to San Francisco when she's 11 years old and she is not happy about it. Her father's new job is demanding and takes him away when she's used to having her dad close by and around. Her mom is trying to troubleshoot all the things about moving from one place to another. And Riley, Riley is sad and angry and disgusted and fearful all at the same time. Yet, Riley has joy. Joy is guiding her in day, day in and day out. And she's reminded through joy about who she is and whose she is. And even though she has a hard time working through her move, and she temporarily forgets that she's a generally happy, easygoing, friend-having human being. It is joy that leads Riley through it all. Today, we asked some of our youth what they think joy is. And Bryce has responded, and I want to share that with you now. Joy is a feeling of happiness. Joy is a thing that puts a smile on your face. For kids, joy could be anything. It could be getting all A's, making the basketball team, or winning a seat on student council. For joy, for adults, joy can be um, buying your first home, getting your first job, getting a raise, or become a grandparent for the first time. Joy can be shown in many different ways, but they all make us happy and all make us smile. This series gives us the opportunity to understand how God created each of these emotions more than a feeling to help us navigate life, especially the unexpected, the uncertain, and even the unwelcome. So we begin today in James, the first chapter, verses two through four. I'm reading from the New Living Translation. Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for joy, for great joy. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. This is the word of God for God's people today. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Lord, here we are to worship, here we are to bow down, here we are to say that you are indeed our worthy and our holy God. 
And in the midst of everything that is going on, oh God, you are at work in our hearts and our minds and our souls. You are at work. You are ahead of us. Nothing is catching you by surprise, oh God. And you are leading us and growing us and stretching us. Oh God, it has been a hard week. For many of us, it continues to be a hard season for our nation and for the world. So, God, we need a word from you. And we have gathered expecting a word from you. This is your servant's prayer in the name of Jesus, the Christ, we pray. Amen. Joy. Joy is not the same as happiness. Happiness is a feeling that comes and goes based on whether our preferences or our way of being or our expectations are fulfilled. Happy is when we get our favorite ice cream. Happy is when our siblings do what we want them to do. Happy is when our friends uh wear and do what we want them to wear. Happy comes and goes. But joy, joy is an unwavering gift from God. It's a fruit of the spirit. It's we receive it through the Holy Spirit. It is in us and through us. It is in our very bones and it gives us strength strength for the joy of the Lord is our strength is what the psalmist says joy is more than a feeling it's a way of being in the world it's a state of being through which everything else is filtered Merriam-Webster's dictionary would have you think that happy and joy are the same thing. But the Cambridge Dictionary defines joy as a success, an action, or a help. Just like love is an action, not a feeling, joy is an action, not a feeling. The writer of James challenges us today, challenges us to think about the hard times, challenges us to think about when things are not going our way, challenges us when we are angry, challenges us when we are afraid, challenges us when we are disgusted, challenges us when we are sad. The writer of James tells us that when things are hard, when trouble comes our way, when we face trials, that we are to consider these situations an opportunity for great joy. In Eugene Peterson's translation of the Bible, he calls joy, uh, he calls trials a sheer gift. 
when tested challenges come our way. Because under that pressure, we find out who we are, whose we are, and what we're made of. You know, when things get hard <laughs> or things get out of control or things are not going our way, we see the real person show up. We see whether or not a person handles things well or whether they melt down, whether they get angry because they are not having their way. We see the true self of the people around us and the people around us see our true self. The scripture today says that when our faith is tested, our endurance has a chance to grow. The word in the original Greek could be translated steadfastness or perseverance or even patience. Your perseverance has an opportunity to grow. Your steadfastness has a chance to grow. Your patience has a chance to grow. Your endurance has a chance to go when we are tested. Steadfastness is not a word that we use very much anymore. We don't really hear it in our everyday language, but to be steadfast means to be rooted, to be strong, to be able to outlast the winds and the waves of everyday life. Hmm. When stuff is hard, trials and tribulations come our way, we are to see them as an opportunity to grow and to see them and to, to come to them with joy. That seems antithetical to what society teaches us today, that when things aren't going our way, we can throw temper tantrums or we can speak out of school or we can harm another. We can speak wrongly to a person. We can hurt someone else's feelings. We can stomp our feet or not go to church anymore or not give to the church because the preacher said something that we didn't want to hear, but we forgot that the preacher might be the mouthpiece of the Holy Spirit. When we have tests and trials, we tend to try to get out of them as quickly as possible. We like to be comfortable. We like to be happy. But happy is as flighty as any bird you've seen. The emotion happy comes and goes at its own whim. Happiness cannot create steadfastness. Happiness cannot create patience. Happiness cannot strengthen our endurance. Happiness can't get us through the dark nights and the dead days. Happiness goes away when COVID-19 shows up. 
or when protesters are trying to teach us that black lives really do matter. Happiness doesn't guide us when we feel inconvenienced or insulted. But joy, <laughs> we can't control joy because we didn't get, because we don't own joy. We can't control joy because we don't own joy. Joy is a gift from God, a fruit of the spirit given to us and strengthened, sharpened a tool that is made right for us to endure through all the things that happen. If we'll let joy, unspeakable joy, the old folks used to say, guide us. Why? Trials, trouble, tribulation, tests, challenges, they lead us into a deep, deeper relationship with God. And when we are deeply rooted and deeply grounded in God, no wind, no wave, no COVID-19, no cancer, nothing can shut us down or keep us from getting to God. It is joy that helps us remember that nothing can separate us from the love of God. So our job, our job is to let, let it grow. For when we learn how to go through the bumps of life, when we learn how to not be shut down when things don't go our way, when we learn to engage people instead of shut them out when they offend us, when we learn how to bump our elbows and brush them off and brush our knees off and get up and keep running and running and running the race of faith and perseverance. When we will do that hard work, when we will dig deep, we will feel God drawing us near. We will feel the Holy Spirit strengthening us and we might even surprise ourselves by how we respond in difficult situations. Eugene Peterson says in the third verse of James of the first chapter of James, he says, you know that under pressure, your faith life is forced into the open and shows its true colors. So don't try to get out of anything prematurely. Let it do its work. So you become mature and well-developed 
not deficient in any way. And isn't that our goal? To grow up in God? To be mature and well-developed, to strive for perfection? Is that not our goal to be more and more and more like Jesus every day so that when we are walking around and we are acting in our lives that people have a hard time telling the difference between our spirit and the spirit of God? So don't be dismayed. Don't grow weary. Endure. And count that endurance an opportunity for joy. An opportunity to reframe the situations in our lives and to ask the question, how is God drawing me closer and deeper? in relationship during this season. Many of you have heard my father preach before and you usually hear him say something like, in light of this God, what would you have me do? It is the joy of God that is our strength. It is the gift of joy that will get us through our current situation. It is the joy that God gives us that stretches us and grows us and helps us to be steadfast, to stand strong and to trust God in all things. So how's your joy doing? Have you pushed it to the side? The old song said that we have joy, 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 joy down in our souls. Where? Down in our souls. So if your joy seems to be missing, dig deep in the presence of God and ask God to return to you your joy so that we might be well-developed and mature so that we might be complete so that we can move toward perfection so that we can be the hands and feet of Christ in this world, a world that so desperately needs to know the overwhelming and unconditional love of Jesus Christ. Practice your joy because it is joy that will see us all through. To be continued next week, I hope you'll join us at 11 a.m. next Sunday as we continue in this series Inside Out. And until then, check your joy gauge. And check in with the Almighty God so that you might be steadfast and endure.
because God has promised that abundant life is ahead. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, we pray. Amen.